You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. And welcome back to the best podcast in the D. You got KT, Cardo, and Jam. And we are Beat the Buzzer. Oh, my air horn sounds so sad. Oh, man. That's not, I said, like, your voice sounds real hurt right now. Yeah, that sounded like more like a whoopee cushion type, like oh, gasping for air. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. The weather changing and all the rain. I just haven't recovered from my allergies, so. This is the voice you guys will get. Oh, thank you. We all wish right we would have had a warning beforehand, you know. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> we see that that ain't changed your attitude, so that's cool. That's cool. If the show is, well, it ain't raining no more, but it was rainy earlier, which is really mostly just sad because the brother wanted to be in Toronto for, you know, the finals. Yeah. But, you know, shout out to that. Shout out to that. What's the, today is money, so by the time this is over, we either know if the Raptors are champs or we got to wait an extra day. Um, but that's all good. Um, what's been cracking, man? It's only been a week, so really, y'all ain't got a lot to catch up on. But what's cracking? Nothing. Life. Nah, not much. That's good because not all monies are made the same. And today really wasn't that bad. I'll speak for me alone, but today wasn't that bad of a Monday, honestly. It was uh, the most Mondayest Monday. Mm-mm. The rain would have made me think that, but when I rolled over and I heard the rain, I was going to the gym in the morning. I heard the rain. I said, "Nah, bro, Jesus ain't died for this." And oh, at that okay. moment is when I knew. Yes, today was the travel day, so yeah. Um, you should be just right. a day. I was about to say you should be good. Yeah, no, I just worked nineteen hours and um, it's all I right. I don't think it was nineteen hours. It was very close. Okay. Very very close. Okay. Like seven thirty to nine, it felt like nineteen. Okay. I don't want you to know that. Um, you know, but yeah, that's that's popping, man. Um, I'm glad they're trying to read it and exciting because that was it. Jam, did you ever go see Aladdin? Oh no, you said you weren't going to see it after because I feel like I just asked you this. I- didn't say that I wasn't going to go see it. You said I wasn't going to go see it. And it feels like I was and right. I haven't. <laughs> okay. And it's been like two weeks. I haven't had two time. weeks of people's window. I was being nice last Man, week because I wanted to give she people said time. Two weeks you only had a two-week window. Man. I'm not giving, I'm not giving okay. the rest no more time. It's okay. I and understand. besides, we all seen the movie as a child. It's just a live action version. That's 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 all this is. I just want to let y'all know because we're just going to dive right into this. Is I call Will Smith being actually a very good genie. And I didn't say that off a of bias, I gave y'all reasons. And he was a very good genie. Nah, that was Tobias. He's your favorite actor. Let's not. Yes, so, but, I, okay. but I gave reasons. Didn't I say because he's charismatic? So like, just because y'all like Robin Williams. It ain't like y'all saw Robin Williams in the movie. Oh, no, no. First off, <laughs> I was skeptical of Will Smith, but I was, but still, I still believe Will Smith is a great actor. So I, I was, he was going to, he still was going to get a shot from me no matter what. But I was skeptical of it because I'm like, how are you going to, like, you're going to do it. You're not going to do it the same. And you know, like we in typical, typically we don't like change for things that we that we grew up with. Like exactly. we want things the same. So like me being an adult, I'm like, all right, I'm going to give you a. Sh-. Honestly, so his 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 rendition of it, and then the, the twist he added to it, and people forgot that Will Loki, like Will Smith, is like a musical is a musical artist. So in terms of like music things, yes, we forget was, that a lot. <laughs> like he was going to be hey, able to do this and thrive. Grammys and them platinum, right there, boy. Cause how how old were we when he was doing this? Get jiggy with it. It's just no, you no. Know that switch. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. Switch, oh no, switch. Loki went no, and hit okay. platinum. What you mean? I will switch give him that. I will give him. Boy. Switch was a very good song. Man, what switch messing around? Almost got him another Grammy. I was like, wow. Like, but that's crazy. But no, it was good. I guess really the reason to to your point of like nostalgia or whatever. The reason why I don't think I felt with Robin Williams, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know that was Robin Williams that played the genie and probably till like a few years ago. And by a few years ago, I really mean last year when people kept bringing it up about Will Smith. Um, partially because it's it's a cartoon. Like, don't get me wrong. Of course, I know the voice of some of my like some cartoons. There, don't get me wrong, but. Man, I don't care. It was a blue genie. Like, it was on my TV. It was a blue man on my TV that could grant wishes, and I'm, like, 10 years old or every year though we were. Like, dog, I just, I'm trying to watch the movie. Like, it was a good movie. Um, I guess the one thing that I did like, and I can actually liken this to when we saw the play, is just, like, the the guy that was in a play was real charismatic and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's how Will Smith was. And to me, that was the role of the genie in this mm-hmm. case. Like, be charismatic. Like, I mean, it's a kid's movie to an extent. But no, it's I, not. 
This movie was for us. Don't lie to people. It's a kid. Aladdin us. is a kid's movie. <laughs> no, though. no. I, I'm like, no. was it inappropriate? I'm like, the movie. That's why I had, I'm like, what are you talking? The about? movie was for us in our 20s who were alive when that movie first came out. Okay. The kid, we, That's fine. we just have to bring Aladdin our children. Some people, some people brought their children along just because, like, yeah, like my kids can can experience the greatness. I, it's I, I have no babysitter at home. Or something <laughs> like. No, oh. listen, there was the baby crying in the theater because I we I went and seen it yesterday. Okay, and I'm like, yo, fam, like I've already seen, so I'm not I'm not as like. Who who what made you think it's okay to bring your your baby in here so this baby can cry while mom watching my movie? I'm not get your baby out Shut of here. Shut that baby up. <laughs> in general, I don't like babies in the movie theaters because you know they don't have the attention span for sitting. Like, they don't. Honestly, five and under, you probably don't need to be at the movies. Like, let them watch it with you at home. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's I'll just. I give you a website if you if you just really want to watch it with your child. Man, but just any. I mean, that's with any movie too. That's not even just like kid. That's like any movie. Five and under is kind of like like five is really like that first ten point where you should be at the movies, and it's not. You can take a three and four year old to the movies. They're nah. not going to sit still. That's my thing. Like it's not even necessarily about cry. Like I mean, they, of course they, they want to play, cry. but yeah, like they're not. Three four years are going to want to play, and we all know movies nowadays. Even short short movies now. To be honest, I love Aladdin. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know how they made that two hours. That's a two hour movie. Two yes. hours ten minutes. Yeah. Hell no. It was, and don't get me wrong. It don't it feel was like good. It. Yeah, like it didn't you feel really, like it. It doesn't feel like it. But when a movie that was originally, I think the movie like on cartoon was like eighty minutes or seventy nine minutes, something like that. Like a movie that you took from an hour and you know basically an hour and some change to make it two hours. It's just like everything nowadays is two hours long. Like so that's why I don't know why you got kids in there. Mm-hmm. But it was good. I did like the way how they did a little twist on it and had the genie, which of course you kind of you know if you know what Smith is playing about how he's telling the story to the kids mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <laughs> I did well, like no. that. So that's the thing. So, and if you, I guess you don't in the cartoon version. Like, if you ever like, if you go back and rewatch it, at the beginning, like that was Robin Williams dressed like disguised someone else telling the story. So that's kind of like the way they they presented the whole storyline. Once the genie was the one telling the story. I don't remember as a different character. I, like, I'm like he was pretty much like I don't remember so, that at all. So, like, since watch like you you ever like know that genie changes forms on numerous times in the cartoon version. The movie they did different things like that too mm-hmm. to kind of like show slight representations of it. The cartoon was really like the same scenario. It was like kind of one of those more so like understood, not like he's obviously a genie, but like he was like it was it was him telling the story because like you I think like he's literally telling you something that happened already happened. And the difference between like the the current movie and then like the movie that's out now is in the cartoon. The genie was still the genie at the end of the movie, so he could still he still all had all of his powers. The way the movie presented at the end of it, and I don't care that y'all haven't seen this is your foot. The genie doesn't have his power at the end of the movie. At least they've made it seem that way. He's a he wanted to be human. One? He want he's, he he made it very clear in the movie. He said, "I want to be human. I want to be free." Well, this is stupid. Well, no, no he didn't say human. He did. He did say human. No, Actually, I I just watched it recently. I'm telling you, he said human. Okay, I just thought that he he did the exact line at the end was like, "Hey, when dude said he wanted to be the most powerful being, he's like, well, I don't, you know, because the most powerful being, you got to be a genie. So your ass is a genie. Oh, no, I mean, the genie. But I thought said he still he had his power. The genie said he wanted to be human. Like that's what I mean. Like the actual. Like Will Smith said that, like earlier in the movie, he wanted to be human. So when oh, he got the, I that, thought you meant okay. Oh, okay. not Jafar. No, no, no. Okay, that's the confusion. Got it. Okay. <laughs> well, guess I gotta go see a ladder. Yeah, it was great, great production too. And I know that sounds goofy when you're not thinking of like a play, but it was really great production. I think they did say, a fantastic job. The only thing that and and was it? And I had someone else point this out to me. Was like so the like the jewelry on Jasmine when they cause that was like a focal point beginning of the movie. It kind of looked cheap. Like you went to somebody went to somebody went to like the doll like uh, the Halloween store and bought Dang. that jewelry for the for the movie. But other than that, like Grant, that's just that's nitpicky. But as a whole, <laughs> like oh no, one thing's here. She's a princess, but she got on cheap jewelry, right? Like, but, uh, <laughs> what make it make sense. Make it make sense. So, but so one thing. So I actually do want I do want your opinion on this. So when they did a whole new world, did you think they sang that, or do you think they used the original voice and just had them do voiceover? Because if if it sounded like the original to me, like the song, like. Greg, like you can tell when they were singing because like they had they had very distinctive voices. I'm like, mm-hmm. it sounds like the movie from when we were kids when they were singing. I'm like, um, I could believe that. I'll be honest, I didn't pay attention a lot in the moment because one, I was enjoying. The movie, I've, also, I've got to see it twice yeah, now, so I've had a little. And I was also yeah. just kind of like, I was happy. Like I didn't think they were going to cut that song out. Don't get me wrong, oh, but I was, no. I was also looking forward to that part. So I was just, I was damn near singing along to be honest. Oh, yes, like I, I was kind of being like humming. You didn't a little even bit. hear them. You, you feel you me? Just so, heard your voice, um. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, no, but to your point, though, I genuinely wouldn't be surprised. Because when you're doing that many songs, you know, or you're doing that, that much as, like, got music involved, I'm pretty sure there's a few voiceovers. Um, I did appreciate, though, well, outside of that, the one time that I, I kind of w- didn't know where they were going to go when it came to, like, being, like, kind of singy-songy was at the end, or, or towards the end, not at the end, but towards the end, when Jasmine was being walked away by the guards, and oh, she just all of a sudden started singing. I was like, I was shocked. How, like, fam, what I'm is like, this? What the hell is about to happen? Like, <laughs> she can all of a, she's singing while they about to lock her up, 
and then they of course like made it out of body type or like had mm-hmm. you know and of course it kind of to me it wasn't I mean, it, it flows. Like, it, it ended up flowing better. I could have done without the singing part, but I also understand it goes back to, you know, just being kids. So they wanted to add something different into the movie a little bit. I, say, I don't remember that song in general at all. I don't think it was. But, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember the song at all. But, of course, I know for a fact she didn't sing in the <laughs> original. But it wasn't bad. It just was different. I, and I was cool with the little twist that they made. So, especially the two, like the two, to- the two songs that Jeannie was, like, the face of, like, in the movie – I really appreciate like Will Smith's twist to those to those same individual ones. Like his energy for it, I'm like, you're not Robin Williams, and Robin Williams has a whole different approach to it, just like in terms of, like how he was going to sing, how mm-hmm. he went about singing it. Mm-hmm. But Will Smith, like as an actor, like I feel like we had Robin Williams here to to have done that role. I probably wouldn't have enjoyed those scenes as much as I did with Will Smith mm. doing them. Like an honest opinion, I feel like Will Smith like brought a whole different type of energy for it and an approach to it that we wouldn't have got for Robert Williams. Like, he probably would have gave us the same that we had as kids, and I feel like now, like, for this production version of it, yeah. and the fact, like, Will Smith, dan- Will Smith has, like, actually, like, dancing, hitting him. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is it. Every part of this, I'm here for all of this. Bro, Will Smith had him cutting up on the floor uh, when he first oh, met Jazz when he first pulled into town. He was cutting up. Uh, um, no, his dance moves, I ain't gonna lie, he... Pff- Oh, no, listen, when they was in the Cave of Wonders, at the end, like the very end of Cave of Wonders, when they was, I'm like, oh, yeah, y'all yeah. hitting that shit. Bro. Y'all hitting that oh shit. No, they, they yeah. been, I was like, damn, why I couldn't be in this? I, I love to be extra in this part. Like, that's Dog. the part I want to be extra Look, in. That part, I could have been one of the random people just in the background dance with just you. I would have been there. Man, been lit. <laughs> so that's what's up, though, man. So go see Aladdin. You know, you didn't have two weeks. What, it came on Memorial Day weekend. So go see Aladdin, man. It's good. It's a good movie. Uh, it's your childhood movie with a twist. Just go and enjoy. Man, no, for sure, for sure. Legit. So that's cool. Um, Bell me. Yes. Thank you. I don't even know why we really be doing the bell, but I think it's just a noise. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know why I was so excited it's a, for that. It's a signal to know it that we're moving on. It's like the best signal. You're right. Um, so, uh, this past week, well, first off, June is Pride Month, yes. right? Cool. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I did not know that it was a whole month until literally June. Like, so, you know, I learned something. I actually thought it was a week, so that's that's actually yeah, yeah news. Yeah, no, same. So yeah, so I learned something new. I think there's like different weeks in different cities. It's like each city has its own week of events. A few days or so. Okay. And then but it's in general, like across the world, I guess, it's like Pride Month. Okay. Got it. Okay. I, I, I learned something I learned new. Today. Something new. So shout out to whoever whoever wherever I heard that from a couple of days ago. So this past weekend, uh was a big Pride parade in um Detroit. And now that you said that I guess it makes sense because at first I was like, well, if it's a whole month, do they have a parade? I mean, like, you know, a parade or like festival mm-hmm. the whole month? Because that seems tiring. Not even like on no funny stuff, but like, that's tiring. Could you imagine doing a festival like every single weekend? I'd be tired yeah, for anything. I don't I care what it's for. That it could be a basketball a fest. And it could be a basketball fest. And I'd be like, man, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I, I remember like when, when we were, I was working because like we had people that was that work on that stay like, I sit on the plaza at, at my job. Mm-hmm. So like we, so like there was a certain time, like it was like, yeah, so this weekend you'll have a heavy flux of them all here. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, this is the weekend of their, of the parade and stuff. So it's like that we knew that look up. So that's why I always assumed it was a week. And like there okay. was like a specific weekend that I knew we had that, that we were going to have a, a heavy flow of everybody all like right there coming in and out the building and walking up and down the plaza area which is also because i had to tell one of my couple hey fam that's probably a dude chill don't shoot them shots that's not it for you oh, no. and if it's not a dude they probably don't like you that also could be very Facts. true that's also Facts. very factual very very factual uh so shout out to pride but eh, not really but but so at pride though this weekend uh in this year beautiful city of detroit mm-hmm. um which wasn't the most beautiful thing in the world there were Nazis, if I'm right, or neo-Nazis, as people like Neo-Nazis, to refer to them now, um, yeah. marching and walking, Racing protests. They're basically protesting Pride, the Pride Parade. And so it was downtown at Hart Plaza. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I, the pictures I've seen and from what I've heard, they had a police escort to an yes, extent. Yes, the police decided to escort the neo-Nazis through Hart Plaza. Um, I think Chief Craig's excuse was um, they it. were trying to have a Charlotte uh what is it? They weren't trying to have a, a, a Virginia, basically Charlotte Void from a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, they were trying to have like that a part two of that. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking about, well, we didn't want to, we didn't want to make it seem like we were picking sides. You fucking picked the side when you decided to escort them mm-hmm. and not block them from walking around. Like, if there's a difference between freedom of speech. You can say, I don't like gay people. That's your opinion. That's mm-hmm. you're entitled to it. But when you start threatening people because of the choices 
they decide to make or the way they want to live their lives, that becomes hate speech. Right. So now, that's the side they chose. Now, it's funny. Even before you just told me what Coach Greg, or not Coach Greg, but what you, <laughs> when you're talking about Chef, wow. uh, Chef, Chief Craig, sheesh, <laughs> I got everything but what the hell his title is. So before you even told me what it was, literally my only thinking of why the police wouldn't, of course, I, I mean, we all know the police do shit that don't make no sense in general. But the only reason I can think about it was seriously, for the simple case, we know we don't. We know the neo-Nazis are armed. We know that the people at Pride are not. And it's not, and don't get me wrong, I don't think that it would have been like some type of massacre going on, but you for sure would have got violence. No, no doubt in my mind. No, like to what degree we'll never know. And that's thankful, of course. But, um, so in that regard. They shoot us very easily. Why we couldn't shoot them if they started shooting? So here's the thing. Who was going to shoot them? And here's why I say that. And I I say respectfully, if you're at a festival for whatever, for whatever the the festival is for, you're there to have a good time. The last thing on your mind. You're probably not coming strapped. Not only are you not coming strapped, but you're not even thinking about that. And by the time you I'm saying like the police who, well, I'm not going to say they chose to escort them because I'm pretty sure it was a lot of people who were on schedule that day who did not want to do that. But yeah, I feel like that's just a slap in the face to... You know, just all the people that decided to go to Pride that weekend to slap in the face to the taxpayers who I, have put oh, their Oh, I agree. Face. I don't think... It's, I think a, it's, it's another... Sad. I think, it, of course, as a regular person citizen, or citizen, as you would say, is, yes, I'm like, why do you have to escort them? Why couldn't you, for lack of a better term, like, deny them being able to do it? Because it's not... Yes, it, in theory, is it a peaceful protest so they can? But you could have... Another way I think maybe the police could handle it is, hey, okay, we know the route that the neo-Nazis are going to take. Instead of walking with them, because even if your goal isn't like we're protecting them, if you're walking with them, it seems like you're arm in arm, basically. Why not just put a few more officers around the area of pride, you know, kind of line them up. And then if you if you know to an extent kind of the neo-Nazi route, which, of course, you know, you can always deviate, things like that. But now you have more police officers downtown in the general vicinity of where they're going to be because you already have an influx of police officers working because it's a big event. So you've already mm-hmm. you've already told people that they're working overtime. You're probably doing 12 or 16 hour shit, stuff like that. So you have more manpower already ready. So from a from a crowd controller kind of like safety thing, I, I truly honestly do understand the escort per se of neo-Nazis, but I do I, I don't agree. There's like, another way they Yeah, like it. I think there's another way. Yeah. And I understand, of course, all type of lashing out because why not? Like, like why are we giving them another another space to really think like, oh, hey, you know, whenever we want to basically protest, we can just come up and guess what? You cannot say anything to us. Like, I think somebody showed a picture. It was like one of the neo-Nazi guys like uh, take using the bathroom on a Israeli flag, I believe it was. Um, this weekend? Yeah, I actually saw the picture oh, earlier today. It was on it was on a tweet earlier today. I actually remember who did it, so I look back. Um, so yeah, so that would that I was feel stupid. like they could have just blocked them at the perimeter and gave them that little space there to say whatever they wanted to say. Because again, it's just you know, there's kids. People take their kids to Pride, and it's just another way we don't feel protected by the police. You know, you mm-hmm. they've been sworn in and taken an oath to protect and serve. But what are you protecting and serving? White supremacy. Well, so and the the only the only problem with it is now is like, let, so let's say they did let's say they did block them from coming in. So now you have like now you have that group saying so now they're now you have the police taking their side blocking our rights, which. Whether you care or not, at the same time, like because like we're talking about rights in itself, mm-hmm. it's like it's very hard when it turns now because now it's like no matter what what decision somebody makes, you're picking a side unless you find a way to be neutral. And I feel like the only way you could have been neutral would have been like having people scattered around and watching as they came through and make sure nothing popped off. So at that point, now you haven't picked a side. You're you're just, you're in the vicinity making sure nothing happens. Mm-hmm. But like it's it's, it's really it's, it's hard because like you gotta you really have to almost like like and as a whole like for us like. You've never taken our side, so I want you to take my side. But yeah. at the same time, it's like because 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 like we're still at the end of the day um, the minority side of it, gay still the minority side of it. You picking that side is gonna call it's gonna have a big it's gonna have a very big backlash in terms of overall media, which is gonna which is in itself oh, is it's gonna, a very bad look. I would say which is gonna hurt so much more in the long run mm-hmm. for everything else. So it's, it's 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 really hard that when it comes down, it's like when you're making the decision like how you're gonna do it. They still pick the wrong way of doing this though. Especially, in, bro, you're still so. in the blackest city in America. So that's just that's another thing. Like, yeah, I actually didn't know until somebody said the other day too that I guess they even stopped and did like the little Nazi salute. I, first of all, I didn't even know people would still do first that. First of all, that sh- that now that should now oh, that yeah, at that point should be illegal. Care. Like that part should be illegal because. 
first, that's a terrible. That they're yeah, they're, you're, you're inti- they're you're trying people. to intimidate me at this point. At this point, right? Um, at that point, you should. We should. They should all make be able to get. Like, all right, look, hey, come here. We we, we cuffing you. You got to go in now. Like that's it. Like this, this like there should be a hard line for certain things. That's like, and that should be one of those yeah. hard lines that you automatically like. You're not like you can spend a night in jail for this. Mm-hmm. No, I I agree. That makes uh that makes like rights sense. or not. You're literally like at this point openly supporting. One of like one of the biggest known terrorist groups in the history of our country and the world at this point. Absolutely. So no, that that makes perfect sense there. Um, Yeah, I mean, end of the day. Fuck them. Yeah, (laughs) white people be white people, and dog, white people be white people. So moving on, right on along. So I got a well, no, let me take that back. Because <laughs> I was gonna say something, but then I wanted to go another way. So there was a tweet that was tweeted out um, a couple a days tweet ago. That was tweeted out. <laughs> Somebody on the Twitter, obviously, <laughs> the other day. Uh, and so the, the first tweet, and then there was a reaction to it, which I, which is really what I wanted to focus on. So the young lady tweets: "Females in their mid twenties and older be hating on younger girls. Y'all all of a sudden are disgusted by niggas that mess with young girls or mess with little girls, but it wasn't a problem when y'all was effing on grown men." Do y'all really care about these girls' well-being? Or are y'all mad that niggas don't want y'all? And so uh, my boy responded to it and was like, I would really love for this to be talked about one day. It's crazy how many think piece artists are on here. But this is one of the topics that hits too close to home. Um, I think one of the reasons why I like it is, I think I said it to Jam. I, I probably actually said it on here a few times. But I said it on to Jam a few times, uh, just in regular conversation of how when we were in high school, especially, um, like girls would take pride in saying, yeah, like my boyfriend come back up here to get me. Or like this dude that I'm messing with is 19, 20, 18, you know, whatever the case is. And they're freshmen, sophomore, like, like it was a thing. It was, it was considered, uh, cool for lack of a better term to have somebody that was that much older. And I do think to an extent to, to his point is, yeah, is hating maybe the best word? that she could have used no but i do think to an extent it's more so just about man these little girls is getting the dudes that that kind of like we want and what i what i mean by we is like one's like our age type type stuff and they don't necessarily actually care that the young lady like it like dudes being a pedophile for like or like being a predator because maybe she's old enough she might be 16 17 so she's legally old enough but he's still being a predator he's 21 22 can't do it you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so i I do think that she has a a great point, um, partially because I've said it before, but just in general is many times we, you know, when you're younger, you're glorified doing all of this and you know that you were the person that they used to kind of like the older dudes and stuff like that and you would talk slick to people if they would say something about it and now you just dislike it for the simple fact that Dang, now I can't have Johnny, you know, that I, that, that I work with because you keep going over to a girl that's 16 or whatever at the local school or the one that comes into the diner. Like, I do think that she makes a very valid point. I think that tweet is very musty because, <laughs> one, it doesn't account for what someone's trauma may have been. Yes, at 16 and 17, if you mess around with a grown man, you could have easily felt superior to other people or whatever, but you don't. She doesn't understand that there might have been some trauma there with messing with an older man. Like, you're just not mentally prepared as an adolescent um, to kind of deal with that type of mature relationship. And then it doesn't also account for the fact that there is growth. Like, yeah, when I was 16 and 17, I'm like, ooh, you know, if a grown man talked to me, I mean, I, you know, I got it or I'm fine, something like that. But now me being an adult and being educated through life, I now see the error of my way. So it's like I don't necessarily think there are women out there hating because the grown men that they are looking toward are mad that they keep going back to, you know, younger women. I think when we talk about it, we're actually concerned that these men are being pedophiles. And again, I can only speak for, you know, myself and the people that I'm around, but I don't, I don't think anybody's hating because they're losing out on men. I think we're generally concerned for the well-being of these girls and, if you know somebody who's being a pedophile, then you should definitely report it to the authorities. But, yeah, I saw that. I was like, girl, shut the fuck up and delete that tweet. Yeah. It so my, my, my only question is, like, so, Jam, do you think that <clears throat> your thought process behind it is the, is, is the actual majority? I'm really hoping that it is. I don't think it is. That, and just from, like, just overall, just from, like, different, like, different experience, because, like, 
after like for because the, the same people that I know that were those that were the younger ones like hoping that the, that the older that the that mm-hmm. the adults were talking to them and with them now like they're the ones that are still single and, and kind of bitter like I'm like just being honest like the ones like a lot of ones that I knew granted I don't deal with them on on that level no more either because mm-hmm. we're not cool like that but it's like at the same time it's like you the same one always posting about the fact that you want a man like this is like this is a constant thing that you're talking about so it's like I it's it's hard for me to say that. I know. I, I really, I really hope and believe. I really do hope that people that that people with your view are the majority. Mm-hmm. I just don't think so. I don't think that highly of people to believe that people have people have correct intentions mm-hmm. on the majority level at this point in life now. But are they saying that they're are they single and bitter because they simply can't get a man, or are they actually saying, "Uh, damn." All these men my age only want somebody younger. Like, are they actually the, saying that? I think that, and that's why I say I don't think hating was the best word to use for her. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that hating does encompass more so what she means. And again, I can't, I'm only taking it from her tweet. So obviously I don't speak for her right. and what she really meant. But I do think that it is. Um, well, she had I, tweets under it. She had tweets yeah, under she, it pretty she, much. Yeah, like, she followed explain, explaining her, explaining her right. side of it. Pretty making it like it wasn't her that had the view. But she like, like she, she made it like at least like the majority of them have this view like whether she had that personally and not is different but like the majority of women mm-hmm. have that type of view yeah it's it's um and, I, and I, I, the i'm more prone used. to believe her viewpoint on that in terms of in just in terms of like I, I don't feel like people are genuinely concerned about the about the younger girls yes and, and a point that she made that like they're not r kelly based <laughs> right and so she she's worried pedophile in hers i'm not even necessarily focusing um I guess that's why my thing is I'm thinking about people who, again, I'm not saying that 16 is, is grown grown, but technically 16 is legal. So yes, as much as that is just weird, creepy stuff like that. But don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not condoning you being like 20 plus mess with a 16 year old. I'm right. not, but legally you can do it and we, you know, nobody can say nothing, but she does say something here, which is why I'm, I'm more keen to, believe that her opinion in this case is the majority it's because she she mentions in there that it's more of a competition to a lot of women especially when and here's where i think carlos point comes in um is when people are talking about you know whether they're bitter single i want a man stuff like that if they only bring it up well well not only bring it up when they bring that up they bring up how these young girls or these fast girls or whatever you know word they use Mm -hmm. are always you know doing this whether it be whether they say specifically like taking a man or being around their man, like they ever had one, whether it be their neighborhood or like on the block, whether it be, um, you know, club let out, like whatever it is. So, that, so I'm not necessarily focused on people who are actually underage in terms of like pedophilia. Cause there's, there's never anything about like, that's just pedophile. Like that's, mm-hmm. I'm not putting no on that. that. But if we're talking about people who let's just say are in that 16 to 20 range. So, I mean, they grown per se, but they, Bro, you you 29, 30 years old, 31 years old, bro. They can't even get into the same bar as you. Like, I mean, into the bar, period. Yeah. And, that's, and that's not like in a drinky, man. It's just like they can't get in the same place as you. That's where I think more so um, her example comes in at. And that's really what I focus on. I put it like that because you will see that people will um, – People don't really care. Like, I, like I don't think people have bad intentions. But when it comes to this subject, I think that women more so are, are not concerned about the young lady's safety when it happened. It's, it's more selfish based. Yeah, it's more like um, not even if they personally want that particular man. As much as it's just like, why does he want it? Like they they want to see like like that they'll make excuses for it to an extent, or they'd be like, what does he see in her? She not even fully developed yet, or she ain't even got no X Y Z job or whatever. And that's more what it is because sometimes you. And, and I'm, I'm using Jam as an example because she's the only woman in the room, of course. But, it, like, it's not even saying that Jam wants Cardo, per se. Like, when, like if he's messing around with a young lady or, like, you know, someone that's a little bit younger. She just upset at this point because, she's like, well, what does he see in her? Why he couldn't get none of that? And she could be talking about her sister or her coworker, you know, that's that's her age. She's just like, what's wrong with us type stuff? And it's like, why do you, why do you have an attitude at the young lady? Or why is your... your um, disdain geared towards the young lady instead of geared towards either the pedophile. Yeah, either geared towards the man because you think he shouldn't be dating somebody that young or stay out the business. And again, I'm not talking about for the people that are actually under underage. I'm talking about, you know, you're just probably a little bit younger and he probably ain't got no real business messing with them. I just feel like if that's somebody's thought process, then you're definitely developmentally delayed because it's just, I, I just don't get it. And, and I think it falls back into like, a self-secure thing like if you're not securing yourself whether the girl is 16 or 65 
if you get passed up, you get passed up, sis. Move on. There are tons of other fish in the sea. But again, so, and that's the thing. I feel like most women are not secure either in terms of that. Like the major, like developmentally delayed. Look, <laughs> go that, get that, a that is go a, get a therapist, sis, because you are just as sick as the pedophile. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. You. You. Uh, All right. Yeah. Take his own out of here. So. Um. Also. Uh. Damn. What was I about to say? Damn. That. That threw my my train of thought off. Um. Facts are facts. Developmentally delayed. Listen. That's a, that's a new. I'm gonna start using that. I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find ways to use that in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so. fine. I'm gonna find ways to use that in real life. <laughs> that. That. That's. A, that's. The, yeah. I like that one. Yeah. That. That was pretty dang funny. Um. I guess so. Not along the same lines, but in that same wheelhouse. Um. It's a question. I, I was. This actually came up in a group chat I was in. Probably. Probably actually a few weeks ago now. But we were basically just talking, and the question or the conversation came up of when do you and, and of course i can only speak for you personally but when do you or when should you or when do you think is the right time to start showing off um like boyfriend girlfriend qualities when you're interacting with someone um like how soon do you do that into like knowing them or hanging out with them and now i remember where that came from somebody uh happened to be messing with uh messing with a, a, a some guy or something like that and he asked her don't quote me. This it, it was something small like this. If this is not the exact thing, but I think he asked her something about um, uh, she was over, and he had asked her if she could like um, like iron a shirt, like something really like I know I'm saying it's simple, and somebody out there could be saying no, that's not, but something like nothing really crazy because I think it 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 first stemmed from us talking about like paying for dates and stuff like that or whatever and it's like you a few in you hang out like if it's like the third one or whatever you know is it cool to ask shorty if she want to do like you get the movie she get the dinner you know vice versa like i think that's how it started and then we kind of spiraled into like boyfriend girlfriend qualities and stuff because they were talking about like basically like night like ironing or something or like paying for it like it was like something real small so for y'all how soon do you or how much do you have to know someone before you kind of do things that you would consider only boyfriend or girlfriend qualities? Or do you guys even think like that? Do you have things that you only set aside like that? I don't think it's really like a time frame you can put on it. I think it's more so like a, just like a feeling, like whenever it feels right for you and that person. Um, you know, if you're comfortable enough with ironing a shirt, then go iron a shirt, sis. If you're comfortable with going Dutch on a date, go Dutch on a date. I don't think it has to be like a, I'm six months in, now I can start showing this person that I'm interested in them, and I'll do stuff here and there. So I think it's all about when you're just comfortable. And, you know, if that other person starts showing their interest, like you are feeling them. So I actually like that you said interest because I, I think one of my immediate responses just to in general, people were naming different ones. And I, I really wish that I felt like scrolling back 18 years to find that. <laughs> Um, but was actually to your point is, okay, you know, some people, boyfriend, girlfriend qualities might be stronger per se, or they might like, they only know how to go all in, I guess is how people would say it basically. Mm -hmm. And I guess to me, I think, uh, many times is to an extent, you kind of got to already have like show those. And what I mean by that is if you don't even pretend or not pretend, but if you, it doesn't even seem like you're like interested in me. Um, even if that's just like in a friend way, like if it just seemed like I got to work, like if you really plan extra hard to get just like for right. me to be able to interact with you or again, I know, I know like iron, I'm using iron and shirt y'all. Y'all can think of anything else, but like <laughs> washing dishes, you know, so like just in, like just anything. And I don't, it don't have to be a chore or anything, but it's like something that, that you probably like people in theory would think, but like if, if you, of course, if you over my house or whatever, and I'm assuming if you're ironing something that we're about to go somewhere and you probably like, we probably either stayed together before or. Like we've done some things. So to an extent, I think we're probably cool. So maybe ironing the shirt isn't the best for this example, but something really simple. I just think like if we cool and we, even if we on a friendly level right now, something like that, I should probably be able to ask you. And like, if you say no, that's one thing, but like reasoning to me shouldn't be like, well, I don't know if we there yet, but it's like, but you in my house and I'm, I'm using, I guess, ironing one now if for that example. It's like, damn, well, where the hell are we that you can be in my house? And obviously you probably are back either in like my room or something like that if I'm talking about ironing. So again, we could think of different examples. It don't have to be that, but that was my thing is like, if you interested, if we cool in general, I don't really think there should be a lot of limits on the things mm -hmm. that you're doing. Like how far do we got to get? 
And I think it goes back to have you learned that person's love language yet? And are you willing to, like, oh, what is this fuzziness? Um, but have you learned the love languages yet? And if you're willing to satisfy that person's needs um, for the love language. So if somebody's, um, you know, love language is intimate touch or if it's gift giving, at what point do you feel comfortable giving that person a gift or something like that? So, yeah, I think you just got to know the person and are you willing to satisfy their needs for real? I don't know. So it's weird because I guess because typically there's a lot of things that I just like in a lot, a lot of them, a lot of them start off like, I don't know. It's weird because I guess like a lot of stuff that people will probably consider like, I guess like boyfriend and girlfriend like type type things. I would do those things anyway for a friend. So for me, it's not even like a big deal. So like if we, let's say we had been on like two, like at, at this point, we've been on like our second date. I probably would have already done a lot of that stuff off rip just because we've already developed at least at least especially if we've made it past the first date we've developed something to the point that you're worth my time because mm. <laughs> if we if we if i if you're not worth my time i'm gonna know if i'm gonna know with tim is into the first date because typically like yeah that's just that's just not it so it's like and i really can't use my situation as as like a basis because that is a very unorthodox situation anyway because i she ironed my clothes the, f- the second day that I knew her, so that that that's very that's a um. Oh, she knew from jump. We were on vacation, and so no, and no, she cooked, she and, and I got, and I had a meal made. Oh, she within knew. that first within those first couple of days too. So it was like she said, "This my man." No, you know that was definitely not that that not that situation at that point, and he can confirm this. I'm just here for the story, but um, so. Even though I wasn't like so, cooking would probably be like one that I will figure like probably like a big one. Because first off, I hate cooking, so if I'm if I ever cook for you, you gotta know I care. Because mm. that's just that's just not a thing. He can confirm because he's probably he's only he's ate like all the two things that I've made. Very true. Very true. But uh-huh. um, so even with that, like, and so I guess like if, if I want to say like that's like my basis, that would probably be the one that you know like how much. Like that's like where we're going, but I don't know. It's weird because I feel like a lot of that stuff is going to happen before you're officially dating because if you're showing, you want to show that person those things. Yeah, so that you can be boyfriend and girlfriend. Exactly. And that was another thing that I kind of think is like, like don't get me wrong, I don't. For the most part, let me put it like that. (laughs) Nobody is is purposely choosing to hang out with somebody that is like trash or the demon or the devil or anything like that or whatever other names y'all call people once y'all actually get upset with them and don't want to mess with them anymore <laughs> which is why i never liked or understood the the notion or the, the thing people be like um i should never mess with him like he was always no he was not always a dog no she was not always like a b-i-t-c-h something no, drew you to him from the beginning yeah like, like at some point they weren't that Physical person attraction. And, i mean but no but there's a point and, and i'm more so something speaking. about the person in themselves that probably would at least brought you in so now you might have realized some stuff later that's a good point but it's also beyond that it's just sometimes is it, this perfect example um when it comes to like people and they all of a sudden hate their baby mama or their baby daddy um, he. That's crazy. That's the it, craziest. It thing happens I've every ever day, seen. but you see it every day, and like, it's like, sis, you can't. You made the decision to lay down with that man, and it wasn't the first time, and, and you probably hung okay. out with that person. I mean, don't get me wrong; everybody has one night stand. And sometimes stuff happens. I don't mean it in that way, but like, you interact with that person to an extent before that, whether it was in person, was other social media, whatever it is, and they didn't give you the indication that they were that kind of person, and like that's that's how we are. Like there is, as time goes on, sometimes it's just things that they build. Because honestly, sometimes the person never changed or did anything different but you start hanging out with them more or you notice that things that you thought didn't bother you now bother you or just whatever the case is and i mean that's that's okay like it happens to everybody it's kind of a, a natural piece and then you it's something you're gonna live with but i do think that there is um it's tough to hold back on showing quote-unquote girlfriend or boyfriend qualities when you're trying to get to know somebody even if your intentions at first are just to be their friend mm-hmm. or to be you know whatever it is that you want to be but boyfriend and girlfriend qualities things are also just good human qualities. Like again, going back to something silly as like cooking and or like um, like ironing clothes or something like that. But like if we just happen to be cool and and, and just example, if we out of town or just things like that. If I just toss you a shirt respectfully, you know, not respectfully, but you know, if I, if I like You're ask you tossing it, it's not. Respectful. But I'm saying like if I, if I ask you, hey, you know, can you can you just iron this shirt because you already ironing something, right? 
I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that that's taken to it. Like, at that point, you're not basically telling me, oh, we go together. I'm ironing your clothes now. Is it really that deep? Or, or if, like, I'm already, I'm hungry. Obviously, I got food in here to cook. We, you know what I'm saying? Whether we at my house, out of town, your house, the damn soup kitchen, like, whatever. Why can't you, why can't you, why can't you make, why can't you make kitchen, him right? or her some food too? So I don't, um, so yeah, I don't really think there should be a waiting period per se. So I got a question. Mm-hmm. How long do you show boyfriend and girlfriend qualities before you expect somebody to be like, "All right, let's make it official"? So, can I have a can can I ask a follow up question to that real okay. quick? Do people still like ask or confirm to each other if it's? I vision? need a confirmation because send I send me know. a text and email something. Okay, I mean no, and that's a fine. Calendar I just invite. don't know. No, I so, don't know, so that's why I had to ask. <laughs> So, I think it, it varies from people from person to person because I've had some is like it, we understood we know exactly what this is, but then I've had okay. others like if you don't directly like ask or tell me what this what it mm-hmm. is, I'm gonna proceed like I'm single. I'm, I'm like okay, Here's got you. Him. Like, I mean that's fine. Like I just my, didn't know. Like, I was really asking because I didn't know. My current we had this conversation because I, I literally just was curious. Like that was something I'm like I couldn't like for, it was, she was one of the ones I couldn't tell like if I could just go that route with her, or if I had to physically ask, I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to just ask. Mm-hmm. So when I asked, she was like, nah, nigga, like, you got to, I'm like, I'm like, all right, cool, got it. Like, exact, exact. She was like, nah, nigga. I'm like, got it, okay. You need to make it very vocal. Put it in writing. Okay, so We're you We're going to sign a contract. So you said, <laughs> how long do you go before you got to make it official? Yeah. I don't think there's a time frame on that either, though. Really? We got to start giving time frames. It, 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 okay, you what can up? believe it's not one. But we got to start answering some questions. So my fault. Let me, so let me, let me, so when I say it's not a time frame, I mean like, first of all, like if you waiting a mad long at that point, you're not trying to. Oh, I ain't going to lie. I'm going to say a year. I'm going to say six months to a year. And again, I don't believe that there's a special, like I don't think that like at that point you got to start doing ultimatums. I'm just saying that if I had to guesstimate, I would just probably say like six months. We're talking just dating, right? I'm answering her question. So if her question included dating. Then, sure. I'm. I'm just. I'm just trying to answer her question based on what she asked. Me. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I'm she trying said to. How long should you so show? What, you. You could be kicking it. Y'all could be kicking it. Then start like dating. All right. So I cool. Guess. She just so, want to know when she get to ask you. A. What are we? <laughs> you, Yikes. <laughs> you know they do that on the third day. You never, like dog. That is like we? the worst question ever because you can just see it in a person's face. They be like, oh, oh no, listen. You ask that question, you, you probably get you, your feelings hurt. But the, oh, point, I, probably, sure. I didn't think but about you it. Can genuinely sure. be, you can genuinely like, like, like somebody, like, look, whatever word you want to use. Like, they could be your favorite person in the world. They could be your quote unquote person, as people say. But as soon as they ask that, it's like. Well, this I'm was look. I'm good on you, okay, bro. This was fun. Well, fun while it lasted. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, all right. What's next? <laughs> like, who, like, who's next? But no. So, um, I don't know. So it's weird because like now you got to factor in like, was this person was this person a friend first that like, we started off as friends and mm-hmm. now like it developed into something else? Now like th- those time. That's why like this. That's why I'm like. That's why I said it's really not a time frame because like depend on this. Depend on what your initial situation was. Like you could have been friends. You could have been friends first, and then like now, then it leads into it eventually. Mm-hmm. Or you could have been like, I met you randomly, and now we've been like we've been right. like going on random dates, and now we're going. And that's the route I was going. We were going from the beginning of when we met. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it that's why like it's not really a set time because like if it was a friend, hell, if if we if somehow at some point I develop feelings and we were friends first, and then like either you had them already or yours eventually developed. You can't really put a time on it because you never know when those things would have fell into what line. What you mean? It is a time on it. Y'all been friends for six years. Y'all six years in the game, and then all of a sudden, y'all boyfriend and girlfriend—that's the same thing. But no, so like, what if there wasn't like, what if there wasn't that attraction there at first? Like, there. I know, but I'm saying y'all still knew each other. Y'all waited six years, and then all of a sudden, she was like, "So, what so, are we?" Or you was like, "But wait, in my those girl? in those six years, has she been showing you?" Girlfriend? No, but I'm saying, she, but I'm okay. saying, so. Th- more likely those things probably those things probably had came into play just because we were friends and those things and those things are like the norm for like at least for me though like mm-hmm. things like that are like the norm for my friends yeah but so, yes i think that's a very good point but i think the other side of it too is like and maybe it's just the way that i'm thinking of the question maybe i'm just oversimplifying it is like your thing is how often am i like interacting in ways that are like girlfriend boyfriend quality if we're friends and I'm using I'm using six years as an example, you might have only known this person for like three years. But if we're friends for three, four, five years, 
we've exhibited those qualities to each other because I know we're using like small things, but we've probably eaten some food. And it might not have been nothing crazy, but you might have invited them over when they like when your people grew like if y'all cool, like mm-hmm. if y'all friends outside of like a workplace mm-hmm. or something like that. So you've done some things that are like boyfriend and or girlfriend as quality. So in theory, yes, y'all didn't y'all didn't talk maybe that way. Maybe y'all didn't have the feelings or maybe y'all didn't express it. But it, you've had those three, four, five, six years in general, though, th- actually building that for that person to come to you that day and be like, hey, so you want to be my girl or a hey, you want to make this that one thing? Like whatever it is that you say. No, so I mean, so like with, so if that and granted, so like if we so if I approach it the way that you're saying it, then as much as you said that we need to answer it, there really isn't a time frame because if it's a friend that I've known my whole life, I could say, yo, this is 20 years in the making. Cause there are people that have had that scenario. It's been like wow. a tw- like they've known since they were childhood. That's, that's nice. That's why she just asked, "What's your opinion of it?" Like, I'm, I'm not and saying so, that and, it can't be a thing, time so frame, like, but if every question that we no, don't have so got to do no, a time no, frame, no, we said eight one. The, problem, so the, go the problem is like, so how do we meet? Like that's that's why. Like it, one of the like it's so let's be like, call it a new young lady. How about that? All right, I'll, so I'll, like, there I'll we go. So now, if it's a new person, a few months. Can we get a number on a few months? Like three, few is three. I'm sorry, that's that's kind of like I knew that, but I didn't. Few was, un- few was understood. Few was understood as three. Carl, cool. we cutting them off. That's cool. Don't even worry about it, big fella. I feel like, point, it's if you, like if I met you, knew we had we have been actively talking for that that, right. that period. Three months is a very long time for me to be actively talking to you. At that point, I should have understood. Nothing changes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I just and I feel like if you are exhibiting these qualities and the other person is not giving you that same energy. Then uh, right, you have a few months to recognize that exactly. this is what I'm trying to do, or I'm going. And even if I that you know it's somebody that I have been friends with for a long time, and I'm not getting the same energy back, I'm not gonna stop being your friend. But you're not about to get those benefits. So yeah, you get a few months from when I actually start exhibiting those different qualities. Okay. All right. Six months to a year. Shit, I wish I would be so, ironing some shirts for six months to a year. So what's that? Um, and hopefully you could think of just you know one or two on top of your head. What's a a quality per se um, that you think is something that you only exhibit or that you exhibit maybe more on a on a astronomical level once you actually are somebody's boyfriend or girlfriend? I actually cook for you. <laughs> quality. Is that a quality? I'm about to say not. Let's try to take like things that it could be considered chores out of it, like ironing and cooking. Like I no, mean, you got to feed yourself. If I'm bro. ironing, girl, you don't get, you really don't get that till marriage. Actually, don't we know it? But we're not real friends, Jam. Why? My, all. all my friends iron my clothes. Fam, Stefan iron my clothes, bro. <laughs> no, fact, shout out to Brandon. Brandon ironed my clothes all through college. Brand, listen, like we was going my out, college, my like college roommate was ironing Brandon. my clothes. Like, hey, fam, you yeah. are ironing yourself. Hey, yo, go ahead, hey, hit this for me too. Good looking no. out. It's at the point where Brandon, like, even with me and Brandon, like me and Brandon, matter of fact, me and Brandon were never roommates. I remember one time we stayed literally a floor apart from each other. And y'all said you he you do realize me. you're telling like you're talking about like your male. Oh no, friend. my girlfriend, can, my current name. girlfriend, ironed my stuff the second day that I knew her. The friend that's because she was marking her territory. No, she wasn't. Nah. No, the friend that I met her through ironed my clothes literally at the previous trip. I and, and those, like, okay. I can literally shoot. Jackie has ironed my clothes once for me. This is being funny. Like I'm, I'm just saying. Like the different women mm-hmm. that I that I have been in my life that are just friends. Iron my clothes. Have I, man, like man, I, and, and, I, and I can be honest. I mean, of course. Like when when you're in a group setting, sometimes like people are just like like they're nice. Like if you're, and granted, I wanted quality, but since we're talking about ironing, if the ironing board is already out and you about to iron something, unless I'm trying to get you to iron like a mud loving dress or something, you know what I'm saying? Like something like that's just like unless I'm like, hey, here go eight pieces of clothes can iron these. I also just think that I'm simply just throwing you a shirt. Yeah, like cause to be real, as much as I don't even like ironing, if you got a shirt, like if you came over to me and I'm already ironing, you like, hey man, keep throwing my shirt on here. I'm going to iron your shirt. Mm-hmm. And I could have literally met you 17 seconds ago. Because w- what does it matter? Like, and, and I know we're using something really trivial. But for that, it's like, come on, dog. Like, I, mean, I guess everybody has different things that they consider more, like, that's, like, more, like, more important to them. For me, iron is never, like, I hate iron, but at the same time, it's like, I've never considered a big thing. Right. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to do it. So, so was it any quality that, that y'all got, or did y'all only think of ironing and cooking? No, so. Well, just quality time. What, what is time. the quality? So, like, I, I really want to, like... What's the, what's the quality? No, this is, is your this is your opinion. No, I mean, like, so, like... What, like so, um... If I'm increasing, because I'm not, I'm not going to say, like, I'm super busy, but I'm I'm very busy. And so, if I'm taking 
time out of my day, out of my task to like actually like spend a lot of time with you and you not, you know, responding to any of my love languages or trying to appease to any of them, then that's kind of like bullshit. So that's something that I kind of reserve for somebody I'm super interested in or I'm trying to get to know if I'm, you know, just trying to be around you a lot because I don't like being around people. And so that's just one of the things I reserve for boyfriend, girlfriend kind of stuff. Okay, so if we're talking qualities, I guess things that I don't normally like doing in general, mm-hmm. it's pretty much like you'll, like you'll you'll get a more willing version of me. Exactly. In terms of like those different things. There's a lot of things that I don't like doing, but like for somebody who I truly care for or somebody that I truly want to pursue something with, I, I'm more prone to do those things without thinking twice about it. That's probably like, if we talk like that, if, if that's counted as a quality. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's respect. That's respect. For sure. Because sure, we've man. already, we've talked about, and we've talked about like our love languages on here. And I've even said like gift giving is not, it's never been my thing. But if like somebody told me that, that was theirs, that I was dealing you with, I'm like, all the gifts. Well, I ain't gonna say all that, but <laughs> I would definitely like, I would definitely like go out of my way to purposely think like so and so might like this. And I know that this is the kind of thing that, that they're drawn to. Me like five years ago, I definitely wouldn't have been with that because I'm like, <laughs> If we don't have similar love languages, we not gonna mesh. I'm not. Even, I'm not gonna try. So. Wow, growth! Congratulations! Congratulations! That's silly. <laughs> All right, let's. You didn't answer the is. question. Um. He always be trying to avoid the questions he asked. I wasn't avoiding it. I, you you do like to just ask and not actually answer your own question. <laughs> no, I, I'm, All right. not, I'm not saying that I don't do that, but it wasn't avoiding. It was just me getting the answer from y'all. That's all. Um, I would probably. Be, it would kind of be probably maybe similar to Cardo. I think probably another quality would really just be like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll stick with mine. Would be similar to Cardo for now. We'll just stick with that. Um, just, just kind of in. I guess not necessarily even taking the next step, but it's just really like, I don't know. It, it's tough for me because I really do treat everybody like the same. Um, of course, if I like you more, I might. Uh, in theory, I guess put up with more or whatever, or like do extra, a few extra things here and there. But I genuinely treat pretty much everybody the same, which is why I get consistent like feedback. Like you're gonna like me for a lot of times, the same reason that you don't like me. And I think that's probably why I can't point to an exact quality right now. That's just me though, just me. Um, but as we begin to wrap up here, gotta go on a couple quick high notes. So. Thank you very much, Miss Jam. Appreciate you. Um, so first, real quick, Mark Stevens, guy that pushed Kyle Lowry, right? Yep. I was hoping that was the name because I, I was like, man. So um, he those- got a. So for anybody that don't know, like so Kyle Lowry dove out, the, dove out of bounds for for a loose ball, and so like and so like, he felt like you know you dive out of bounds since the NBA the way the NBA is set up, the crowd is right there on the floor. So you're you're like yeah, that's how interactive everything is. That's why the ticket's the, so high. The, you have it's mm-hmm. the good and the bad because like it's great to be on the floor. It's great to be on the floor because you're so close to the action. You can interact with the players, but at the same time, is the players are not protecting our situation. This is one of the situations where the players weren't protected the way they the way they should be. This guy is a part owner of the Warriors. Like he and he's like one of like the major investors involved in them. So Kyle Lowry dove out, dove out into the, into the stands, and like so, one guy's like kind of like holding him up, kind of like trying to help him up and stuff. And Mark Stevens, who's like, it's like a, it's like a, a gap seat, and then it's his seat. He goes out of his way and pushes him, like it's like a one arm, like a one arm, like push, like yo, like 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 fuck you, like pretty much type of situation. He actually nah, said that. So oh wow, yeah. So is is the Kyle guy? Is he? He's an NBA player, uh, obviously. Um, he's a he's a star he player. Play he's for the Raptors. He plays for the Raptors. He's, he's actually like, okay, he's like the okay. second. I, like needed, I needed that to understand the context. He's well. I'm like, why second. would you say fuck you to your own team person? No, so no, he didn't. So, so he he pushes he pushes them, and it. so okay. and Adam Silver and granted, like so and different people, different people say like Adam Silver probably wasn't was not harsh enough with, but Adam Silver had to make a quick decision on top of it. And then Colin Cowherd made some very good points about why he made it. So Mark Stevens got a one year ban and a five hundred thousand dollar fine. But Mark Stevens is like I think what number eighty six on the richest he's, people he's in the world. Like, he's got like nine, six, seven billion. I, I looked it up. He's got a few billion. Like he, he's lenient? like he's top. He's for him. I mean the five hundred thousand no, so, dollars. Yes, that's lenient, you know even but, outside that. So like typically like fans that do stuff like that get uh-huh. lifetime bans. So oh. here, so the, so and like so like okay. let like a regular person like you or me like do something like that and we ain't worth billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. We are not allowed back in the NBA in the NBA stadium. Mm-hmm. I mean in, in the NBA. Uh, so all them people from the malice, they just so cr- similar to that. So here is 
um and I don't I don't mean to cut you off, but so I'm glad that you said what he got. And I was happy when, I was happy to be interacting with somebody about this on Twitter the other day. Um could he have gotten more than five hundred thousand? Absolutely. With not a big dent in the pocket. But also that's kind of the going fine when you are like presidential and owner and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like that's like the that's like the major fine. Uh, no I wasn't what mad about the fine. The fine makes um, the, the fine is equivalent to everything else we've seen previously. The ban. So that that's actually one that's kind of an interesting t- uh, thing to say. And what I mean by that is for those who remember the malice in the palace and kind of the initial aftermath, if you kind of remember the way the suspensions were, were kind of sent down and the explanations that David Stern gave, of course, this is 15 years ago, so I don't, you know, things have changed, but there was no precedent for it at the time. Yes, there have been plenty of NBA fights, but there have been none directly with the fans. Like most time players, like they might spill over into the fans, you know, or into like the first row or so when they were fighting each other. But they never but like nobody, to fight directly with so the fans. there's... There was yes, correct. So there, there was very little for David Stern to go off of, and it's like okay, um, he had to try- come. Up, he had to come yeah. up with it on the fly. And remember, the '04 was uh, I want to say maybe a year, maybe two years after they made the dress code thing uh, mm-hmm. from Iverson as well, because they wanted to get guys to stop coming in with like do rags, second pants, and like that. Like they, they knew that the game was getting really urban for lack of a better term. They knew it was getting really black. And so they wanted to make sure they wanted to, they cleaned up some of the fighting from the early nineties and they kept cleaning up some stuff from there and, you know, kind of that. And so with the Madison to Palace and, and why it relates to this, I should say, since there's no president before it, you, um, yes, he shouldn't have pushed Kyle Lowry. He did push a player. The reason why I understand why there's not a one year, I mean, why it's not a lifetime ban is because there wasn't a, a back and forth. I think, and here's the funny part. Kyle Lowry would have, of course, got a bad deal. He might have been out for the finals. You never know, especially, you know, if it took a minute for them to figure out who the fan was, he probably would have been out for the finals. But the other piece of that too would have been it would the situation itself would have been in, uh, inflamed. So they would have probably then kicked Mark out for a few more years, or like you know, say, hey, you might have to sell your stake in the team or whatever the hell they could make him do. You know what I mean? But also, he's such a minority owner where it's almost like him even said because somebody had mentioned like they should make him sell a stake in the team. I'm like, don't get me wrong, he probably would make money. But I don't even know if he's minority enough owner where like the NBA could have made him like they did like the Donald Sterling and stuff right. like that. Which is why I kind of get the one year ban a little bit. I mean, am I even like so even like that with like no matter how little how little of, of of an owner he is, my thing is though you shouldn't want somebody who's going to kind of like I don't want to say I don't, I'm, I'm like I'm drawing a blank on the word I'm trying to I'm trying to pick but like pretty much you don't want somebody who's going to be like a bad look on the league. And like him being a him being an owner, no matter how minor or major of an owner he is, that's a bad look that you have an owner willing to cross these lines, and you shouldn't want anybody like that being connected to your league in that aspect. So in terms of that, I actually do think they should have made him sell his stake, no, however much it would, however much it is, because you don't because like in terms of like overall, granted, branding wise, they're not going to check much into it, but generally, right. like you wouldn't want you don't, you wouldn't want that type of, any type of negative publicity like that attached to you. Which is why Donald Sterling was forced out the way he was because Donald Sterling was definitely a bad looking as a whole. But and this is and at the end of the day, this is still not a good look. Like your brand is the players, not the owners. The owners making money off of the player, but the players are your brand. So if somebody is literally like, if somebody is attacking the players, no matter how minor or major it is, it should be one of those hard. Like yeah, nah. Like if you do something to one of the players, you gotta go. We don't need you connected to us because you clearly don't respect the people that are bringing all the money in for us in the mm. first place. Okay. Like this, like this from a pure money, a pure money idea. Like whether he's a part of the team that you that, that you that you own or not, mm-hmm. he brings in money for the league as a whole. He's considered one of the better players in the league too. Like so, it's not like we have a minor player here. Like we're talking about a player that is that is an all star. Kyle Lowry is an all star player. So like right. you tell me, like so you disrespect an all star level player who has a, has a certain amount of jersey sales, shoe deals, he brings in a certain amount of money. You can you can literally monetize how much money he ma- he he personally brings into the league in itself. And you don't really respect you don't respect the brand as a whole by doing this, which is why he should have been forced out. The one I mean the 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 band the band in itself like fine whatever. It, what I think he should have got a lifetime ban and forced out, but the one year ban whatever. You could have done a one year ban and then made him sell a stake, and I feel like that would have been a good enough. That for me, that would have been good enough. I think that's actually because of respect still level. on the table. Huh? I think that's something that could still possibly no. Be on the and table. see, Colin Coward did make a good point. So he says like the reason why like he did, like they didn't make no, go nuts like crazy or harsh because all that would have been like the rest of the finals. That would have been the story for the forward. rest of the finals. Now you can and do then over for the summer. I said then no. Then even over the offseason because you know NBA free agency is one of the biggest times of the year in terms of like sports, sport, sports, mm-hmm. sports, sports stuff. That would have been the overlying conversation. All of free agency, so that would have overshadowed 
all the big free agents we have coming this year. So like certain things like you literally like ask for for the brand. The decision he made literally is for the brand itself was a smart decision for the NBA brand. Like I like so I'm like I'm not mad at his decision. I no, think it should have been harsher, but at the same time as I'm not mad about because like you don't you don't want to overshadow your brand with this type with something with this type with this, whatever with this is exactly not at the pinnacle not around this time so that makes like sense. this this is like the best time of year sport wise for the NBA like this is like the NBA finals is like what people are checking for because at this point now it's on a channel that everybody can get whether you have cable or not mm-hmm. like they they want to make sure that everybody their mama can see this sure no that makes sense um so yeah we we'll see what the white man do. <laughs> but gotta finish up on some black people being great. So Miss Jam, I heard uh, that I too am still a Morehouse man because I heard that Mr. Smith is doing some more amazing things. Um, yes. So Mr. Robert F. Smith, who um, I guess became internet famous, I should mm-hmm. say, because the way he got money, he's already kind of famous. <laughs> um, but he said he made the promise to pay for the class of 2019 at Morehouse University's. Uh, college debt mm-hmm. and so now he's Morehouse back. College I'm sorry Morehouse College excuse me <laughs> Jesus um just saying you can't claim to be a Morehouse man when you can't even like call the college the right name it's Morehouse College I don't have debt so I don't think I can claim Morehouse bye, bye Jam finish your story <laughs> I'm <Flex>. sorry <laughs> um but anyway he is back again to pay it forward as he now launches a um, internship program to help a thousand students get paid internships for, I think it's the summer. Um, so yeah, it's called Intern X, <clears throat> and it's a sector of his Fund Two Foundation. And so the program is intended to help rising sophomores with at least a two point eight GPA from eth- ethnically underrepresented groups score an eight-week summer internship in the fields of STEM. And if you don't know what STEM is, that's science, technology, uh, engineering, and math. Um, so the opportunities are in finance, marketing, software, not-for-profits, and real estate. Um, I need to get on that. I'm a yeah, sophomore. I mean, yeah, you know, and he's uh, bought, he's got some buy-in from really big firms already. Um, so far, they have AT&T. Uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers, Deloitte and Smiths is uh, something called Vista Equity Partners. They've all signed on to um, the program and they're going to help these students get some experience while paying them. So hmm. and it says founding partners will provide assistance for travel and housing on a case by case basis. Oh, I'm signing so, up tomorrow. I'm, listen, uh, he my hero. Know? If I wouldn't have already, if, you know, if I wouldn't have graduated this year as a Morehouse man, <laughs> Morehouse okay. man I hope you all <laughs> with it. But I mean, like, you know, good looking out. Yeah, no, I'm a huge fan. I've, I've been saying this for years. Like many, I don't, I never believe in the, the notion of unpaid internships or unpaid work at all. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I don't want to knock anybody else. So I get it. Like, especially for a lot of people that are in the DC area and they want to kind of be in like political science of the field or politics in general, a lot of those things are unpaid. I'm not telling you not to do what you got to do to get to your dream. I can't speak for you, but I don't believe in unpaid internships. One, cause it just reminds you of slavery. Um, but two, in, in, in a, in a really realistic sense is that, bro, you, yo, your time, like they, they working you like a dog. You there five to eight hours a day and you ain't got no time to have another job to make money to still feed yourself. And, whether you have the bills of an apartment or a home or a mortgage mm-hmm. or whatever or not, you still got to eat. You still got to, you got to get the gas to go to where you got to go. You got to mm-hmm. live somewhere. You got, I mean, like you got, you still have to pay for things. Um, and essentially, and this is with any job, whether it's internship or not, people aren't necessarily paying you for your skill. They're paying you for your time. Um, and then your time is in relation to what they want you to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's not necessarily how good you are at certain things. I know, you know, when people send out like resumes or send out like things, they tell you what skills they want you to have, but they don't, it's not about your skill that they're paying you for. They, they're paying you for your time. And even at a young age when you may not have all the skills that, that they need to, or that they think that they need, your time is still worth more than you just being able to get that shit as a credit or a recommendation later down the line. Cause yeah. unless they hire you, it don't matter. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can't say that I don't believe in unpaid internships cause that's all I've had. I don't, I don't think I've ever had a paid internship. Um, but if you're not going to pay me, then I need to walk away from this six-week or eight-week experience with something to show for. Like, yeah. you know, in all the internships that I've done, I had clips to walk away with or, you know, um, video segments, uh, scripts on that I had put on the news, stuff like that. So if you're going to give me an unpaid internship, there needs to be some kind of project, whether I'm an engineer 
or I'm doing something in technology. That I can present to somebody later. That I can, I can present can later. Yeah, and, and a recommendation later always in it. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying your name not big enough, but I think my <laughs> biggest thing when it comes to this is like for people that are like in the political field and different things like that mm-hmm. are trying to get into it is unless that person, and again, I, you know, I, I mainly think of DC because I think of my boy Justin and things like that. But like, unless you gonna still be in office in like a year, or whenever, when I get the opportunity to have the opportunity to have a, a full time job, you know, from like a junior or senior, cause you know, most mm-hmm. internships are like sophomore, junior year, or if like you need it before you graduate, they'll make you do it like your senior year, like right. the summer or whatever. And, or like that spring semester. And it's like, unless you're hiring me once this five, six, eight, 10 week program is up, mm-hmm. then your recommendation letter better be damn platinum. Skip gold. It may be like diamond platinum. Cause the only way I'm getting a job somewhere. Yeah. And with poli sci, it's all about who you know anyway. Yeah. So it's not really about, you know, Which, the work you've done. So I say, you better use poli-sci, that person. You had to volunteer, right. volunteer all over just to get just to build your yeah. name off so yeah. people are really that's what you're really you doing. Yeah. You just so, want to I mean, connect your name with the You're doing a lot of free stuff. And don't get me wrong, I know that it's not necessarily a glamorous field. But I, I mean, my thing, if I'm doing yeah. free stuff, the connection that I'm getting from here better be able to give okay, me something when it's time for me to when it's when I can really go and like make real money off of this. It makes sense. I guess why it, a lot it's of just time, hard to guarantee that. No, it's, like, and it, you my could thing damn like, near work for Obama and I say this respectfully like you could damn near have worked for Obama and put that joint on your letter or on your resume or whatever and they could look at you like hey he was president two years ago when you first got in like and now we can't do nothing for you and, I, and that's you know I know that's not like an everyday thing but that's kind of why I'm not always the biggest fan because yes I got the experience I met people mm-hmm. but if that person can't damn near hire me into wherever they work for no matter what the field is so, and see and and so, like like Jam said especially like since I'm going into like the media field so like mm-hmm. whatever so like whatever if I do it if I do it, like I have a client who only does paid internships if I do an unpaid internship I'm sorry paid internships in media pay, she has, she's done nothing but paid internships nothing I am jealous but, no listen she's living life that I want to live but so if I do me too. if I end up doing a, if I end up doing an internship that I'm not paid for I would need for you to be able to give me like I was on your sh- I was on your show I did X Y Z like I wrote this script for this show I I was a producer for this episode for this episode mm-hmm. whatever you need mm-hmm. to do I was that person and I need you to make sure I have my credits so I can submit to somebody else and I better be Absolutely. able to call you when it's time for a job and even if you can't give me a job here you need you to make plug, calls you gotta for plug me. for me somewhere else exactly. like something's better fall in line if I'm working for you if I'm giving you my time for free mm-hmm. you better have you better like if you can't give me the guarantee here you better have a guarantee you for me somewhere else you better make shit shake absolutely that, that's, that's, that's my personal view of it especially if I if I came and I was a good intern on top of like granted it's bad and I, you ain't doing nothing for him mm-hmm. if I came and I gave you a, and I was a good intern in the process you better have something for it be just like and granted I don't want to sound entitled but that's what that is yeah. absolutely no, that makes sense so yeah, um, as we get out of here, shout out to Bravo Bravo this past weekend. I didn't even know what it was, but shout out to that. I appreciate that. Um, follow us on IG at Beat the Brother Podcast. That is what it is, right? Yeah, that, yes. yeah, Beat the Brother Podcast. Uh, like us, rate us, review us, man. Subscribe to us, write something nice and all that good stuff. Um, and until next time, be easy. See y'all next week. Bye. I'm bad boy like a bad boy. If you don't, don't shake it at all. I'm bad boy like a bad boy.